I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. In the summer of 2006, 45-year-old Lori Boffman strikes luck and wins the lottery, but soon after, she suddenly disappears. She ends up leaving behind a car wreck, cryptic clues, and many questions. Namely, where did Lori Ann Boffman go? I'm your host, Nisa. Welcome to the Lost Crimes Library podcast. This is the story of the sudden disappearance of Lori Ann Boffman. It is the summer of 2006, and Lori Ann Boffman is balancing being a mother while working and living in Liberty, Ohio. She is 45 years old and a mother of three. She's a loving and kind single mother, but sometimes she struggles financially, trying her best to provide for her two daughters and one son. She is the kind of mother who is still very much involved in her children's lives, no matter how much older they got or how much more independence they earned. Because Lori is always looking for ways to be more financially secure, she regularly plays lottery tickets, each time hoping to win big. On August 4, 2006, Lori ends up winning $1,000 from the Ohio Lottery. And she is super excited. More than anything, she looks forward to sharing her winnings with her family and just feeling more secure in her financial situation, even if for a brief moment. One of her first stops after winning the lottery is a local grocery store. Lori and a male acquaintance pop by the local grocery store around 4 a.m. on the morning of August 5th, the day after she won the lottery. They end up putting in an order for $500 worth of food, which she plans to pick up later for a party being hosted by her family. This party is to bring everyone together to celebrate Lori's daughter, who is returning home from college for a brief visit. On August 5th, All of Lori's family gathers at the Mill Creek Park in Youngstown, Ohio. Everyone is having fun and catching up with Lori's daughter, but family members begin to notice that Lori is acting strangely. She appears to be acting erratically and out of her normal character, and we would expect that Lori, who is close with her children and very loving and caring towards them, would be more upbeat and happy. After all, her daughter has been away at college, and this is her chance to reconnect and spend time with her before she has to go back. 
But on the contrary, relatives begin to worry about Lori when they see her crying and overhear her saying some disturbing things, like saying she feels she has no place in the world. At first, they are startled by Lori's behavior, but then they remember that she had recently started taking a new medication for diabetes, and so they just assume that the new medication is what is causing Lori to act strangely, that maybe with more time, Lori will be back to her normal self. At some point during the party, Lori agrees to give one of her friends a ride back home. So the two of them leave the party around 6.30 p.m. Lori plans to drop her friend off at home along with some leftovers from the party, then stop quickly by her own home to change her clothes, and then go back to pick up the same friend she just dropped off, and then finally return to the party. However, the night does not go according to plan. According to the friend who catches a ride with Lori, after leaving the party, during the ride to her friend's house, Lori's driving becomes erratic. Obviously, this worries Lori's friend, and she begins to fear for her own safety. So she asks Lori to pull over so she can get out and just walk the rest of the way home. Lori obliges and drives off. This is the last time Lori is officially seen. What happens after Lori drives away from her friend is quite fragmented. What we do know is that at approximately 3 a.m. the following morning, August 6th, local police receive a call about suspicious noises and a crashing sound coming from a residential area of Youngstown, Ohio. To the people calling into police, the sounds resemble a possible car crash. And when police arrive at the scene, they find Lori's car, a blue 1992 Mercury Sable in the wreckage. It appears that Lori's car had driven through several front yards before crashing into a local library near Shahi Street on the east side of Youngstown, Ohio. Upon further investigation, investigators note some important details about the vehicle Lori was driving, as well as the accident scene. First, there is no driver at the scene, but the vehicle is still running with the keys in the ignition, and the driver's side door is still open. Second, Inside the car, investigators find eyeglasses, a keychain with nine keys attached, and some important personal documents belonging to Lori Ann Boffman. These items are the only indication that Lori was there. And despite neighbors reporting the disturbing sound around 3 a.m., these neighbors did not see anything happen. Lori is officially reported missing to the Liberty Township Police Department by her niece on August 7, 2006, two days after she was last seen leaving the family party. You may be wondering why the family took so long to report her missing. Well, according to family members, Lori's children did visit the Youngstown Police Department on August 6th to report their mother missing. However, they were told that they should wait a little longer to report her missing, which I find despicable given they found Lori's vehicle crashed on the same day her children went to report their mother missing. If this is not enough to report someone missing, what is? The Youngstown PD also told Lori's children to file the report with the police department that handles the town she was living in, the Liberty Township Police Department. A search of Lori's home on Holly Drive in Girard, Ohio, turns up some interesting finds. Investigators find Lori's purse, medicine, and identification at home. They discover something else disturbing during the investigation. If you remember, Lori and a male friend went to a local grocery store to put in an order for food after she won $1,000 in the lottery. 
However, it turns out that Lori never went back to the store to pay for the food or to pick up the order. And this is confusing because it is understood the food order was intended for the party for her daughter. Why would she not pick up the food for the party? And did no one at the party find it weird that she bailed on bringing food? Or maybe they didn't know about it because the purchase did seem impromptu after winning the lottery. What is clear is that Lori was a loving mother and had never disappeared in the past. And despite clearly being in some sort of distress, her family does not believe she ran off in the summer of 2006. They believe if she did decide to run away from her life for some reason, then she would have certainly returned home by now or tried to contact her family. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since August 2006, there has been no activity on any of her bank accounts, and there have been no confirmed sightings of her reported. As far as theories for what happened to Lori, well, police have not ruled out the possibility of foul play. 
and some have speculated Lori may have been the victim of a kidnapping. However, there is no evidence that foul play was involved. Most people seem to agree that Lori most likely suffered a mental break and ended up lost somewhere and then tragically succumbed to the elements. Others have speculated that her newly prescribed medications likely made her already deteriorating mental state worse, and a number of tragic things could have happened to her because of it. And sadly, mental illness can often lead to someone becoming a missing person. According to Dr. Kyan Connor, professor of mental health law and policy at the University of South Florida, mental illness is very common in the United States, and nearly one in five U.S. adults are living with a mental illness, which is about 51 million people, and intellectual disabilities are also very common. And 16.8% of Black people in the U.S. have reported having a mental disorder in the past few years. But we also know that most mental illness goes untreated, especially in communities of color. To add, Black American adults are 20% more likely to experience serious mental health problems, such as major depressive order or generalized anxiety disorder. And although rates of depression are lower in Blacks and Hispanics than in Whites, Depression in Blacks and Hispanics is likely to be more disabling and persistent. What's more, according to a 2019 study, African Americans have the highest lifetime prevalence of PTSD compared to their white, Latino, and Asian counterparts. In some missing person cases, sometimes we see mental illnesses like schizophrenia and bipolar disorder play a part in a person's disappearance. Serious mental illnesses that often carry heavy stigma and shame, which inevitably plays a role in how people with mental illness cope and seek help. And according to an article in the National Library of Medicine, more than 80% of Black Americans are very concerned about the stigma associated with mental illness, which discourages them from seeking treatment. And other research states that although Black families have more contact with mental health providers, fewer Black individuals seek out family psychoeducation and other essential aspects of the treatment process due to historic mistrust in the system. And to make matters worse, the U.S. mental health system is far behind the demand for mental health resources. Our system just hasn't been able to provide adequate and effective services in a timely way that can help the people who really need urgent intervention. According to Dr. Connor, many of these individuals are left with no resources and then end up homeless as a result. We know of the Amber Alert for notifying us that children in the area are missing. And there are alerts called the Silver Alert for senior citizens over the age of 60 and who suffer from some kind of cognitive disability. And a Blue Alert for police officers who've been killed or seriously injured. But as of July 2021, Florida passed a new Purple Alert for people over the age of 26 with a mental, cognitive, or developmental disability who go missing. And no shade, but I'm really shocked Florida is the state leading the U.S. in this national crisis. And I think it should be implemented in all of the other states. The Purple Alert went into effect in July 2022. And they are now posted on lottery terminals in gas stations and grocery stores, as well as highway signs and through text messages. I think in the Black community, we too often shy away from conversations about mental illness because of the stigma. But the stigma is what makes people living with mental illness want to hide, what makes them feel alone, and what makes them feel like outcasts. 
and this can make seeking professional help less appealing. I also think our country doesn't have enough resources to support those with mental illness. But there are crucial steps we can take when an adult loved one suffers a mental break and goes missing. According to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, the first step we should take when our loved one living with mental illness goes missing is contacting the police immediately. And as Black people, we know this one can be difficult. One, because interacting with the police can be anxiety-ridden and there is a distrust of police. But two, because the police don't always listen to our cries for help. Nonetheless, it is advised to ask the police to place them on the FBI's National Crime Information Center list as an endangered adult. Another step you should take is reaching out to the missing person's friends and acquaintances. You want to reach out to anyone who had regular or recent contact with the missing person, such as case managers, co-workers, doctors, and neighbors. After doing those two things, you want to go to the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System and upload information about your loved one. This resource will help you, law enforcement, medical examiners, and other members of the justice community enter data about the person who is missing. I will have this resource linked in the show notes. After that, you will want to check nearby hospitals, churches, homeless shelters, and libraries for your missing loved one. These places are where unhoused people may frequent. But keep in mind that some of these places may have confidentiality restrictions and therefore may be unable to confirm if your loved one is there. Next, you will want to post a one-page flyer. The flyer should include two recent photos, the name of your loved one, the hometown plus state, height, weight, age, a vehicle license plate number, and photo of a car belonging to the missing person, the place your loved one was last seen, and the phone number of police station or investigator. And finally, you want to go to social media, create a website, or reach out to the local news media for help. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and other accounts of your loved one are excellent resources. You can reach way more people than just passing out flyers in your hometown. Plus, social media may provide clues that can point you to where your loved one is. Try looking at their friends' social media accounts as well. It is also advised to create a Facebook page or website for your missing loved one. And getting the local media to make a public announcement may allow for the missing person to see the notice and decide to return home. This publicity can also lead police and others to devote more resources to solving the case. Lori Ann Boffman would be 62 years old now. There have unfortunately been no updates in Lori's case since her disappearance in 2006. And her case is officially classified as a cold case. And throughout the several years, police have not identified any suspects or persons of interest in her case. However, Dallas, Texas officials are investigating Lori's disappearance as she has relatives living in that city. At the time of her disappearance, Lori Ann Boffman was 5'8 or 5'9 and weighed 180 pounds. She is an African-American woman with brown eyes and black hair. She wears eyeglasses and has a partial denture plate. Lori has one silver amalgam filling in her teeth and a scar on her abdomen. When she went missing, she styled her hair in dreadlocks. Lori Ann Boffman may use the last name Stubbs. 
Remember, Lori does have medical conditions. She has diabetes and an unspecified mental disorder. If you have any information regarding the disappearance of Lori Ann Boffman, please contact the Liberty Township Police Department at 330-759-1315. You can also contact the FBI at 1-800-CALL-FBI or submit your tip through their online tip form. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Lost Crimes Library podcast. If you enjoy the show, please show your support by leaving a rating and review on Apple and Spotify. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at the Lost Crimes Library pod. Before you go, make sure you hit the follow button because new episodes drop every Wednesday and you won't want to miss it.